0: I welcome you to Central Christmas, uh, and uh, Merry Christmas to you. These Central Moments um, have been shared last week and this week by different of our pastoral team here at Central Assembly, and I really appreciate their help, and I trust as we inch closer to Christmas that this has been a good season for you so far. Today I'd like to read from Luke 2, uh, verses 8 through 11. Which uh, you probably already heard read several times in the various Christmas celebrations or central moments, but there's one phrase I'd like to focus on today and tomorrow. Verse 8: And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. What a contrast. Terror in the human heart and the glory of God in the heavens. But Jesus has come to link those. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. He comes to say that into our hearts. Don't be afraid. For I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. So God's glory doesn't change, but the terror in our hearts does. And he brings great joy. So today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. A Savior. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Now, it's that one phrase, great joy for all the people, that really captures my attention almost every Christmas season. And today I'd like to focus on the second part of that phrase, for all people. All, of course, means all. Great joy for all people. The Christmas story is an all people story. You of course have both males and females involved, Mary and Joseph, for instance, Elizabeth and Zachariah, Anna and Simeon after Jesus has been born, but but you also see a very intergenerational kind of story, uh, Mary, who was young, possibly still a teenager, and Elizabeth, who uh, was bearing John the Baptist in her womb while she was an old lady, and you've got Joseph, the young man marrying. Uh, that that was planning on marrying Mary, and then you've got Simeon in the temple, the very old man who prayed he could live until he saw God's salvation. And uh, so you have this very intergenerational story. You have this very interracial story. You have Jews and Gentiles, like uh, the wise men, the Magi, who came from these we might say today, like the Iranians who came to, of all things, honor the King of the Jews. And you, you have, a, you have a, a very multicultural kind of picture captured in this, in this word all in the Christmas story. Uh, because uh, you have shepherds on one hand, they were considered not trustworthy, they were kind of crooks, and they lived in the fields. And on the other hand, you have the very wicked um, King Herod who lived in the lap of luxury. So, all the way across the economic and vocational spectrum, all the way across the racial spectrum, all the way across the age spectrum, here you have a story that involves all. And I think that's not by mistake. However, the most important category is not how old you are, what gender you are, what race you are, what economic status you have, the most important category that matters today to God now that he sent his son is are you saved or not? There's two kinds of people in the world, those who are saved, those who have met Christ as their personal savior and those who are outside of Christ who are unsaved. And so in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, Paul says, for everyone everyone has sinned. We all, there's the word all again and the word everyone in the previous phrase, for everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. In other words, we all equally, no matter who we are, no matter what our background, no matter what our identifier and our culture might be, we all need God's righteousness because we've all fallen short. And uh, yet God, in his grace, Paul writes, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty for our sins and, uh, and, and then uh, he, he goes on and unpacks that. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God because they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life shedding his blood. So from the Christmas story of God's savior in a manger to the Easter story of God's savior hanging on a cross, it's all about what we all need the righteousness of God and what he freely provided for all of us. So we thank you for this, Lord. If we're not saved, we we repent of our sin and we turn to you. And if we are saved, we thank you that that's the one thing that matters in life. And we praise you for loving us that much and saving us. In Jesus' name, amen.